the witness gave a statement, but the police are not, didn't want to do anything to lock these people up. I think they are friends or family to the accused, so we weren't getting any assistance from them. Yeah, he underwent brain surgery because he had bleeding in his brain and blood clots, and um, the neurosurgeon, they did the operation because if they took him any later, he was going to actually, a few hours later, he was going to actually die. Now my brother, he's, um, he's having problems seeing in his left eye, he's like losing part of his eyesight, he can't walk, he's, he's, he's back, he's got problems with his back, he's got a broken hand. This woman um, was seen in, in the video, and the witness also said she was holding my brother's right hand while the other guy hit and broke that right hand. So she was holding my brother while, so that the men can attack and hit my brother. What has been your brother's reaction after the incident? He couldn't walk or anything. He like practically struggled to get out out of that place. And he was sitting. When I saw my dog, there was someone from the shop. The witness that seen everything came to our home because I think my brother maybe told him that where we stay. And the witness came because we stay up that road now. That's the shop. Just that we can't hear anything happen and we can't see anything because it's up a hill. The witness came and said, "No, my brother's." Uh, these people beat my brother up severely and he must come. And then I went to the shop and I saw my brother, like, almost dead. He was just, like, out of it. He was, like, you know, disorientated. He couldn't even know what was going on. He blacked out while they were hitting him, he said, and then he came around after that. And while he was even blacked out, they were still beating him up. How is the family now dealing with this tragedy going forward to get justice for Yashvir? You know, each time we were going to the police station, there was different investigating officers dealing with the case. Sometimes it was, and truly, then they say, you know, and truly is not dealing with the case. He's on leave. Another, another constable, Peters, is dealing with the case. Then when you phone that person, you say, they're not dealing with the case. Another person, Ravi, is dealing with the case. So they kept on giving us the run around and saying, no, they can't find these people. We actually located, because we didn't know who these people, they're not any friends of my brothers, or they're not an enemy that we had an issue with them previously, you know. So we were just trying to see, just do some investigating on our own to see who was these people. And we, and we, and we found out, because it was on Facebook, that the person who called for backup, his name is Riley, and, and we've given that detailed way he's working to, to the police, and yet they didn't even lock him up. We even told where, um, there was that, um, another guy um, that was there, where he works. Now, so we've given them details where they're working for them to catch these culprits, and the police didn't want to just it. My brother said he can't give a statement at the moment until he recovers. He just had underwent brain surgery. So my father opened up the case on my brother's on, on his behalf. The case was supposed to be opened as attempted murder because the intention was to kill my brother. The, the woman was actually saying, kill him. Now they're saying that it's, it's common assault. How can it be a common assault when you, your intention was to kill my brother and murder him?